Hello, and welcome to Good Friends, Strong Families, the podcast where every episode equips you with a new skill, surrounds you with support, and provides actionable steps you can immediately implement in your family life. I'm Anna, and I'm joined by my co-host, Angela. We are parents, friends, and family coaches. And in today's episode, we're going to delve into boundaries. What are they? How do we set them? How do we get our family on board? We're going to dissect the what, why, and how. So at the end of today's episode, you will be better equipped to raise resilient, connected families. So Angela, what are boundaries? Okay, so this is a tough one. We use this term all the time, boundaries. But really, when you think about boundaries, these are just what are the limits you've chosen as a family? What are the rules you've chosen? And it is important to choose them because if you if you don't have any rules or any boundaries or they're unclear, then our kids are a little frazzled. They're not really sure what to expect. But you want to think of those boundaries in terms of how do we create and maintain uh, safety. So yeah, I, I think the word that I always like helps me like click is this a good boundary or whatever is like, do my kids know what is expected? Oh, I like that. Do they know what's expected of them in this situation? That's a good in way our to home, think about it. Outside of the home. Well, it's funny you say that because I'm thinking about boundaries. You know, we talk about safety in terms of like physical safety, but also like emotional safety, right? Social safety. So if you have good boundaries around like making friends and like how you act with other people, that can create social safety. But it, I always go back to this idea of parents are our kids' first teachers. Yeah. We absolutely. have to teach these things. And some of it is caught, you know, like they see how we act and yeah. so they act that way. But some of it is explicitly taught. Yes. And this is one of those situations where boundaries have to be expressed verbally. Sometimes you write them out. Sometimes right. you uh, role play. But you have to start talking about expectations and boundaries. Yeah, just because they say actions speak louder than words doesn't mean words are not necessary. Yeah, that's And I think, like, this is a great thing if you have not done this, no matter how old your kids are. Like, it's a great thing to discuss at family meetings. And and it's important to include your kids, especially if you're getting started when they're a little bit older. And and maybe they're like, wait, why why do I all of a sudden have rules? And I think it would be important (laughs) to say, like, well, we've really maybe... always had rules. Yeah, we've (laughs) always had expectations, but we just want... you to we want to be more clear about them because i think it'll really help your kids um like i was just thinking like when i when i'm in like an unknown situation and i don't know what's expected of me Mm -hmm. there's an uneasiness in that yeah and and you don't really feel safe if you know what is expected of you and you know what the consequences are when you don't you know hold up your end of the bargain so to speak um there is a little bit of safety and like a sense of like maybe okay. mastery i know yeah what I, yeah yeah that's really absolutely. good absolutely i was also thinking about um you know you and i talk about this being like the goldilocks way of thinking yeah. about it. like you don't want too many you don't want too few you want what's just right and you want that for your family yeah and you may need like a pre-family meeting with your partner if yes. you are if you are co-parenting <laughs> because odds are you did not rate grow up with the exact same um upbringing Um, I think even if you grew up with similar values or whatever, that looks different in different families. Yes, exactly. And so, I mean, we have like 
that's something that you kind of want to be on the same page and then go as a united front with your children. Well, and we can talk about this. We don't have enough time today. We'll talk about what to do if you're not on the same page with your partner, because that's actually yeah. a big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. And also I'll just a nod to our um, friends who are raising kids as a single parent. Yeah. Listen, you can also take a walk to the bedroom to talk to yourself. <laughs> like Absolutely. if you need to have a parent to parent conversation, get in that mirror and have that discussion because you want to do some pre-work before some of the challenges come up absolutely absolutely i think that's that's the other thing is like if you can establish the expectations the rules the limits and then also have pre-established consequences that's good um oh my gosh that was something that we really struggled with when our kids were little because um if you don't know what what you're going to do, it's much easier to kind of get in that emotional response. You're grounded and for the rest of your yes, life. Yes. You, you know, uh, <laughs> the parent going off to work is like, well, that's it. You've lost, you know, your <laughs> video privileges <laughs> for a week. And, and then the parent at home is going, uh, what? Thanks. This is, I'm being punished. <laughs> what now. am I supposed to do? I mean, I don't have any real world experience with that at all. Lies. <laughs> Um, so yes, I think, I think that really helped knowing that like, Hey, we've discussed this before. You do know what is expected of you. And if you have violated that, um, that boundary, um, this is the consequence and you just, it's like, um, we had a really good friend, also a family coach and she, she called it writing the ticket. Mm. And so you're, you're non-emotional at that point. And you're just like, look, you broke the speed limit. Yes. You are getting a ticket. (laughs) She's like, I'm not going to get emotional about it. I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm just going to write you the ticket. Because you know what the you, boundary yeah, is. Yeah, you broke the limit. You knew what the consequence was. And so that that also really helped I me. really like that. I know we're going to get into this a little bit more deeply, but I do want to say, um, and this is actually going to be an entirely different conversation on another podcast, but there are times that as a parent or as a parenting adult, you maybe go over the line in terms of your consequence. Mm. So you give them a consequence and it really is something Outlandish. like, yeah, something great. Like I'm never going to be able to do this anyway. Uh, and, and so I would just say, um, my husband has done this. This is something I learned from him. Thank God for that man. But if I went a little bit too far in terms of like what I would tell them their consequences, he would just like stand next to me, smile a big <laughs> smile, and then quietly, privately in the bedroom later, he would say, that, to me, that was a little bit much. This is why. And then he would give me the opportunity to go back and make that right. And it is okay to go back and make it right. Yeah. I think it's, oh my gosh, it's not okay. It is like a skill that our kids need. Yes. They need to know that like we are human. We make mistakes. Yes. Um, We may get emotional. We may whatever. And we need to correct that and showing kids how to correct. Listen, I got to tell you this funny story. (laughs) So years ago, our youngest was, I'm guessing he was probably like four or five. I don't know if I ever told you the story, but he we were in a toys r us and we were in line and i was buying them this um spider-man remember black spider-man came out he wanted to be black spider-man for halloween and i was so excited he probably not even maybe four anyway so we're standing in line and i said he kept touching all the things in line which of course he did he was four right but i jumped the gun and i i said don't touch them and then he touched them again i said if you touch them again I'm not going to buy this Spider-Man costume. Oh, God. (laughs) 
It was such a mistake. I've literally, I mean, eight kids, not one kid has ever thrown themselves on the floor. This kid threw himself on the floor of the Toys R Us. So obviously I can't buy the costume. Right. He pitched a fit, straightened his little body. I couldn't <laughs> even get him into the car seat. I had to call home. He screamed all the way home. I had to call home and uh, tell my husband, we're coming in hot. This one's for you. You know, like it was horrible. Anyway, I we had to like literally devise a plan where he would like have to earn it. But I did say in that process, I understand that it is difficult when you're four years old not to touch everything. And I shouldn't have made the consequence so, so hard. However, you have to learn right. when mom says not to do something. So what we're going to have you do is earn it. And I had that poor little four-year-old, so cute, standing on his little chair, washing little dishes. And he did. <laughs> he, like, earned the thing back. But I could have avoided that by giving a good consequence. Right, right. So let's talk about what those are. Okay, so um, first of all, I just want to give a couple of examples you know, thinking about what the consequences are. You want to think in terms of things like bedtime and um, a, a homework time, how we treat one another. But again, not too many, not too few. Right, right. Yeah. And and you can use like those all examples. You may have limits on how much screen time we have. Mm. But screen time could also be a consequence. Oh yeah, that's right. And then like with homework, you may have a very, like your homework needs to be done by this time or before you're allowed to play a video game. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So the, just those are some examples. And then I think, I think um, I remember getting to this lesson and it's like, okay, like we're going to do family rules as a family coach. And I remember going, oh my gosh, like, do we have rules? I don't yes. even know where to begin. Like, what do we... What? Well, let me tell you and what And how do you not have a hundred? This is... Because <laughs> you can't write that one. Because you can't think of all the no. scenarios. Do you know research says that most kids cannot say what the family rules are? Right. And But parents believe that they've been explicit in saying what the rules are. Right. And I think... And so this really helped me because I think if you, as parents, this is why I think maybe a little pre-meeting can be very helpful if you yeah. as parents can make sure you're on the same page as far as like some core values yeah that's good you can even start the conversation with your kids like hey what do you think is important to mom and dad mm. about your behavior or about how we treat each other but i think what really helped me is when i kind of had a starting point and yes. um we had um dr amen if you're not familiar with him he's all over social media we love him amen clinics we love um, him and so he kind of gave an example of eight family rules. And I think that they're really helpful. And, and we're not saying these have to be your exact rules, but I think it can really help you um, identify what values you have and how you can use them as a rule. Yeah, jumping And off they're point. very simple. Um, because yes, I felt like I needed to cover every scenario and that's just impossible. It's <laughs> not gonna work. But if we say these, these align with our family values, and so number one, we're going to be honest. Yes. And that means we as parents are gonna be honest with you and we expect you to be honest in return. Yes. Number two, we treat each other with respect. And this is another example of like, your kids should be seeing you treat each other and your kids with respect and in the same way that you expect that respect 
to be, um, you know, among your children and back to you. This one was hard for me when the kids were little because I definitely was somebody who was like an eye roller. Mm-hmm. Like I was like a backdoor eye roller, like, oh, <laughs> you know, like when I was younger. And I had to learn the lesson that you have to, first of all, it's not necessary. You know, that's just not necessary. And it really says more about me than it does about the other person. But the other thing is, no matter how hard I try, my kids see that. Yeah. And so if I don't want to raise them to be eye rollers, if I don't want them rolling their eyes at me, right. I shouldn't be, you know, yeah. or whatever. Fill in the blank yeah. here for your behavior. Yeah, definitely. Um, we also respect each other's property. Mm. Um, this one definitely was huge for us with three girls. And twins. Yes. I bet that made it um, So yeah, that was definitely one that we had to really dig in and establish consequences <laughs> with. Um, <laughs> Um, number four, I love this one. It's so simple, but like if everybody just followed this rule, our homes would be. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear the rule. Okay, go ahead. Put away things that you take out. <laughs> In theory, that's a great one. I mean, it really is. Listen, I did though. One of the ways that I heard it, when we were teaching parent classes, when we were doing family classes, one of the examples that I heard that I loved was when they talked in, as a family about how they could get the house clean every day. Mm. And they said, what if we just did like a 15-minute refresh Yeah, where everybody, okay, ring the bell, 15 minutes, everybody runs around the house and puts all their oh, yeah, stuff we've, away. we've done that. And that lot. works for yep. me. Yeah, that's great. Um, number five, look for ways to be helpful and kind. Mm. I love that one. If everybody is putting things away they took out if everyone is looking for ways to be helpful and kind like the environment the energy in your home like i just feel like a calm just came over the room just just saying that and you can always ask them what does it look like to you to be helpful and kind yes i don't have to come up with every example we're a family we all work together exactly that's good number six ask permission before you go i love this one because i grew up and we'd be like, hey, mom, where'd dad go? We'd be like, dad left? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, young in my marriage, my husband would literally just get in the truck and just drive away. Yes. And I had no idea he was even gone. This was before we had cell phones. Yes. And I'd go outside and the truck would be gone. And like an hour and a half later, he'd come back. I'd say, where were you? Yes. Oh, I went to the whatever. Fill in the blank here. I'm yes. like, so this is one that oh we God. all like... I'm not walking out the door without telling you where I'm going. So you better walk out or you better ask before you go somewhere. This is for adults and kids. That's <laughs> really awesome. Is. Okay. Number seven, do what mom or dad says the first time. I like that. And then number eight, don't argue with your parents. And again, these are just guidelines. These are starting points. I want you guys to be having conversations in your family finding some simple rules that really are more like all encompassing instead of like, I don't know. I can't even think of an example, but I, I, that's where my mind went was like, I need to think of every single example. If your brother doesn't put your, his toy away, then like, you know, and it was just like, no, we just have these more guidelines. And some of the guidelines, you know, they, they're not going to really be as applicable over time. Right. You know, kids, will, they'll, they'll just start to do that. You or know, you like may have a situation that, that make, that causes you to create a new rule. Right. Like, or hey, take we some off. see this coming, but now we know. You know, think about it with technology, kids' phones. Yeah. Like, you may have some more um, explicit 
rules. The, here, listen. I we had a really good friend who said that this was years ago. He said the one thing that he always the rule he made for himself as a dad is that he would never give a correction that that was going to be a severe or you know harsh mm-hmm. that he did not sleep on. Mm-hmm. And so it is okay for you to say to your kids what you did was wrong. Right. It broke our family rules and I need to think about what the consequence will be because you just can't have a consequence. And that yeah. gives you an opportunity to Google consequence for <laughs> you know, some ideas, you know. So I really like that. Absolutely. Um I do think that um did we you mentioned Goldilocks. I, I did. I don't know if we really kind of expanded on Goldilocks. No, and we should. <laughs> so um you can absolutely have boundaries that are too rigid. What would that look like? Oh my gosh. Okay, so if I'm thinking about well, first of all, let me just say I don't I don't want to give specifics in terms of like what is too rigid right. because every family they'll decide what right, is. Right, right. And and to be honest, you probably are going to decide some too rigid things and then then you're going to back off of them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But let me tell you what happens if we have some that are too rigid. Our kids have trouble opening up to us. Yeah. Because they see us as like, oh, you know, oh, it's like the sheriff. You know, you don't want that. You want to have a good open relationship. Um they they begin to not feel flexible. Right. They they start to feel like they are uh inflexible, especially as it comes to uh other people's feedback. If there are things that they think are like, oh, that's against the rules, then they start to like cut people or situations out of their lives. I mean, there are real consequences. Right. We need to be a little bit more flexible. We want them not to feel lonely or resentful or misunderstood. So too many, too uh, rigid rules are not good. But you, you, you and I have talked about what makes them, uh, if they're too easy, what happens. Right. So if you're too passive you let things happen even even if and when you feel sad bothered angry you just uh, would be avoiding maybe the confrontation um you put everyone else's needs in front of your own and so you may see this in yourself but you also may see it in your children right Um, another big one is people pleasing so if you are too passive in upholding boundaries um because you don't want to upset people yeah um, and then you you may begin to see that they really, really crave or need external validation. And if you're too passive with boundaries, you may just be unsure what is important to you. And yeah, so that's yeah, why I yeah. think it's really good to kind of have that family meeting, the pre-meeting, um, if you're co-parenting or you have somebody that you're parenting with, and then um, a family meeting to discuss like, hey, again, go back to those core values, talk about like what's important to our family, how do mm. we wanna feel, we wanna feel safe in our home, we wanna feel safe when we leave our home, we wanna you know, feel safe around um, the people that we choose to be around. And so you really wanna find that sweet spot. Yeah. And when you find that sweet spot, you are gonna feel assertive, but not aggressive. And you will be able to directly ask for what you need and you're not going to be feel, feel guilty if you need to say no. You will also respect other people's limits and boundaries. That might be one of the most important things, especially in like the family setting. Like you are on, you are in this together, right? We want respect. Well, we also need to give respect. And um, when you can find those boundaries that like hit that sweet spot, you will have a strong sense of who you are. And I mean, think about that. If we can give that to our kids, that is such a gift. 
Well, then that leads us to our, um, what are we going to call this? Homework or like what to do on the in-between. Action step. Action step. (laughs) Remember, we want you guys to leave here like knowing what your next step is. So we want you to set some time aside as soon as you can, get it into your schedule. First, do a little personal check-in. Can you pinpoint where you may be lacking boundaries or maybe where your boundaries are too um, too strong, too, too inflexible? Um, you can ask yourself, you know, are your kids sensing that you feel overwhelmed because you don't know how to say no to things? <laughs> so remember that you first are a model of boundaries to your children. So your boundaries do need to be prioritized. And then what do you want to do with your family? I don't know that question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you want to have a family meeting. You want to make sure that if you have not, um, if you do not have clear boundaries or clear rules with your family, then like you want to do that as soon as possible and do that with them, right? It's not a one and done conversation. It's an ongoing conversation. It's figuring out, Hey, what works for our family? Yeah. And then have a follow-up meeting, you know, a couple weeks, a month later and say like, how are we doing? How is this working? Do these, do these boundaries feel too much, too little? Do you, do you need more clarification? Yes. Um, do you know what is expected of you on a daily, weekly basis? Um, and how are those consequences going? And these might change a little bit. Like it's, um, when it's summer versus school, right? Because you might have different responsibilities. Oh, that's really and good. And so you may need to just do a little check-in. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Like you're not going to have homework rules in the summer. Well, right. I mean. Well, maybe. Well, you're a homeschooler. We don't know. All right. Well, okay, friends. So we talked today about how boundaries are a crucial pillar in our family's overall well-being, but also they're really a protective factor for our kids against risky situations. We also, Anna and I think about this a lot, that when we can set some of these things up, they're also protective so that our kids are less likely to engage in risky behaviors like drugs and alcohol in their later life. Kind of a big deal. Um, But our big goal here is to model and nurture healthy boundaries so that our kids can be resilient, responsible, and thriving.